Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Juanita Wotton-Radko, podcast co-host and grammar guru with another Writer's Workshop. The Writer's Workshop features shorter episodes that focus on the nuts and bolts of the writing process. On today's episode, we're looking at in quotations, three ways to use quotations in your writing. But first, let's build our vocabulary with the word of the day, adamant. Adamant means unshakable or insistent, especially in maintaining a position or opinion. Another word for it would be unyielding. I was adamant that Sinbad had starred in a genie movie called Shazam, but it was actually Shaquille O'Neal in a movie called Kazam. Sometimes it seems like writing just flows out of your pen onto the page or your fingers to the screen almost effortlessly as if by magic. Sometimes, more often, it requires hard work. But once in a while, you may find a passage that captures your idea so perfectly, you wish you'd said it yourself. You can, if you use a quotation and give credit to the original creator. Why would you use quotations in your writing? One reason, it sets the stage. Use quotes at the beginning of your piece to introduce an idea. You add flavor with a memorable sentence or two that relates to your topic and gives your reader a sense of your intent, almost like a signpost that points you in the direction of your destination. Quotations help you prove your point. Quotations can be used to bolster an argument, especially if they're from established scientific studies with verified statistics or possibly a literary passage can add weight that reinforces the point you're making. On the opposite side, you could analyze a quote that illustrates a problematic viewpoint and then carefully pull it apart and argue against it. A third way to use quotations in your writing is to incorporate them as part of your closing argument. Now, I caution against using a quotation at the end of every chapter, but a powerful quotation can be used as your conclusion or parting thought that encourages the reader to further consider the points that you've already made. So here are some examples of how I've added quotations. At the very beginning, I could start an article titled The Power of Words with the following quotation. You can make anything by writing. C.S. Lewis. The act of writing carries a mystique that is justly deserved, in particular the genre of science fiction. 
How wonderful it is to create entire worlds and travel beyond the stars. You can use a modified quotation inside a sentence. If I was writing an essay on creativity, I might use the same quote within a sentence to show my reader an example. So I haven't changed the content, just to clarify, but I've modified the order in which I'm going to describe things. Here's my example. C.S. Lewis, a contemporary of J.R.R. Tolkien, valued the immense creative potential of writing. You can make anything by writing, Lewis observes. If you need to include more information that's longer than four lines, you should use a block quote and indent the words so it's clear to your readers where the quotation begins and ends. Finally, as a bonus tip, there are occasions where you might wish to use just a portion of a quotation. So if you're just going to use a selection, a section of it, use an ellipsis to indicate where that the text has been altered. Do you know what an ellipsis is? It's that triple dot, those three periods in a row. Here's the sample. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, dot, dot, dot. I searched for a can of cranberry sauce for the turkey. Now, I admit this particular example is one instance where one could argue this isn't a real quote or quotation, but a parody example for humor. So I could actually probably get away without quoting the original poem. But it worked as a simple, recognizable example. I found the material for today's podcast from a wonderful document written by Jerry Plotnick on the University of Toronto's Writing Advice website that gives several examples of how you can use quotations in your writing. You can read the full article at https advice.writing.utoronto.ca. Hang in there and stick with it. Using quotations can give your writing support in an argument, illustrate your point, or simply give the language a little extra pizzazz. And who doesn't want that? It's all part of the challenging creative process that gets you to your final goal, a professional finished book that shares your message with the world. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.